the mason, the engineer, and the architect. A prayer to help you discern, discern the moments, your feelings, and their intentions. Every mix brings out your shades, but a few, a few can bring out your lights. Alabaster, alabaster skin on houses of worship the world over. From the walls of relic rooms in Tiwakan to the Baha'i Dome of Santiago, alabaster, like her skin and mine, freckled with the salt and spice of a life well lived, of lives we have loved. Similarly, the walls of our sites of worship have hardened paint on their walls and flakes of stucco on the floor, freckles of others, their stories of worship, love and lending. Lending your eyes, lending your optics. We were only supposed to lend our stained glass that leaves us dancing in yellow, red, blue, and greens. Somehow, somehow someone sold us pink. Someone sold us a pair of rose-colored glasses. A life that has become unsustainable, unattainable. With more pink came tides of violent blue. So we created a world. A world of binaries. And now, now we're stuck. We're stuck in its undercurrents. Rose-colored glasses, more fragile than any alabaster slab, only worn to be smashed. Mine? Mine were smashed by a mason. One who was adamant on building their road on top of my home. And while my heart had to go into hiding to survive the massive highway, which he erected on top of my green shoulders and from the smithereens of my spectacles. In its hiding, my heart grew. It grew into a mason itself, and it built me a natural crossing, green, lush, safe, and withstanding, above his highway for all my wilderness to grow, to cross, for my deer to run, for my ivy, to grow unhindered, unbothered, and unkempt. You see, every act done with love is worship. We cannot control the love that guides another person's heart. The Mason had love. He had love for his puppeteering, for his performance, for his build. For him, it was worship. And some worship centers have a void to fill. He taught me that a void of abandon can never be full. To quell a narcissistic fire, you have to stop feeding it. No, not even water. Siam Makhbul. Alabaster. You know, it starts off like all of us. Ready. Available. Welcoming of plans. What goes into it? Who carves it? Where does it end up? The same questions that mold us. Those are the answers that determine how fragile our alabaster will be. But is fragile really always a bad thing? Are we all here summoned to fulfill some kind of anti-fragility? If it were not for the translucence of alabaster that also makes it fragile, daytime and the dome would not be the same. It would not bring in the light in so many shapes and sizes. That light that stirs up your heart, 
ignites your cells with love and dreams. If everything had steel-like qualities or concrete opacities, what kind of prayers would we sing? Prayers, pray, to ask. Asking what? Asking whom? Alabaster, the engineer. They are many, they were many. I think engineers have goodwill. They also may have good intent. The engineers I have met did not choose their tools. They just settled for Excel. Excel sheets, optimizing formulas, and derivative futures. He, they. They juggle battens of dependence and independence, of variables in a constant trace to square the world while their legs run its circumference. Beautiful. They were beautiful men, eager to fix the world, to fix my faults, to unbreak my heart. Derivative. Variation. Tangents and functions, that's all they could see. But what if there is no dependent and independent variable? What if there is none? What if it's just all our expression of light and the way we transform it, the way we feel it, and the way we shine it onto the world? Lest their spirits and their Excel sheets, engineers will keep on keeping, they will keep on walking. You must need an engineer. You cannot want one, a derivative, derivative. Alabaster, her skin, her heart, alabaster. What do we discern? We discern pleasure, pleasure, as the ultimate life source running through us, while life can dictate that we run marathons away from pain. Our easiest route back to us, to life, is always towards pleasure. We know it. They know it. That is why we are born with a number and a tracksuit ready. Pleasure, attraction, desire, body response, the trifecta. Every mason can build scaffoldings for attraction, and every engineer can optimize their moves to trigger a body response. But it takes an architect to draw out pleasure. Architects of desire, find them, be them, raise them. Let us live in a world of pleasure and the joyful worship in finding it, in designing it, in architecting it. You cannot optimize pleasure. You cannot source it in bits. Yet all are needed, the mason, the engineer, and the architect. No better, no worse, alabaster. Alabaster just calls for contours. Black onyx may call for light strobes. All, all is worship. Some of it on warships. Some of it through friendships. And for some, it is the fleeing hells of war and water on a smuggler's battleship. Away from pain, no horizons for pleasure. May we wet the alabaster on the walls of our hearts every season so that we can keep our frescoes fresh so we remind ourselves that we can paint over them so we can look at the beauty of our own architecture of what makes us of what could break us
with grace, gratefulness, and humility. May we absorb the daytime light. May we emit our light through midnight. Amen. Amen.